Welcome to El Ganso Podcast, where we explore the minds of rebellious souls that find home with us. Each month, we aim to understand their inspiration and become inspired. Join our conversation. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the El Ganso Podcast. My name is Kelsey. I'll be your host today, and I am currently with our artisan residence. We have Megan Kinney here. How are you, Megan? Hey, doing good. Such a pleasure to have you and welcome everybody if you're just listening in. To give you a little bit of background about Megan, she's an incredible singer, songwriter, dancer, yogi, um, lyricist. And we're here today to just have a conversation and get to know you and how it's been for you here as an artist in residence because this isn't your first time in Elgonzo, is it? No, I was here for New Year's actually. Um but this is my first time being an artist in residence, and it's been absolutely amazing. And you arrived on Wednesday. How's your landing been? Landing has been good. I missed my flight on Tuesday, which was a little rough. Um, but ultimately, uh, it's been super chill and easy and fun, and everyone's so wonderful here. I love that. Mm. And what are you doing in the studio currently? Are you going over old music? Are you creating new music while you're here? Well, it, it was kind of perfect. I had a track that I had just um, demoed out, like a guitar and vocal and a little bit of keys, and um, I bounced the stems right before I came. I was like, maybe I'll just work on that, and um, Paco pulled it up, and we just immediately started working on it. Um, it kind of, it's a song I've had for a while, and I think coming here and the energy here, and the song's called Has to Move, and so like mm. the chorus has kind of developed a new, like, Elganzo Sway. I think that like if it had been made anywhere else, it wouldn't have found that pocket. So it was really exciting. Amazing. I love that. And we were so fortunate to see your show last night here at Hotel Gonzo. Megan played outside of the fire pit. And one thing I love so much about your style is your voice is even a bit soft and has angelic vibes, but your words are so potent. Mm. Where do you find inspiration for your lyrics? Well, my my goddess queen inspiration has always been Joni Mitchell. She's mm. um, definitely one of my favorite artists. And I think, I mean, she considers herself a painter. You ask her and she's like, I'm a, I'm a painter, I'm not a musician, which I think is absolutely wild. But um, I think even in that, it's like finding the the imagery of experience expression and so first and foremost she's painting worlds with how she speaks and mm. um even the way that she constructs chords and the different tunings that she uses is all trying to access an emotion or access an experience of life and um yeah I think I've always been just interested in songs as being like a like a filing cabinet of experience and a filing cabinet of tools that I can access when I'm going through something and um, like a the ability to transmute an experience and look at it differently in my life. So a lot of times I'm taking an experience I've had and then sort of feeling into how I want it to be moved through my body so I don't have to hold on to it anymore. And mm -hmm. then, um I mean, when it's when it works, <laughs> doesn't always happen that that cleanly. But um. I think so, though, because in that authenticity, you no, know, I think that's why everyone is so 
present when you were singing, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. during your shows, just a guitar or with a full band and you really captured everyone's attention. And I think that's mm -hmm. because it was relatable. You're singing about real feelings that you've had in the past or currently, and that really keeps people's attention, you no? Know, because everyone loves that, whether they know it or not, they love authenticity. So yeah. it's a beautiful gift that you have. Yeah, it's a bit, that's, thank you. It, it's been a long road of playing a lot of, I played for yoga classes for years and years, just sort of like background music, and it's been a journey mm -hmm. to, to like own, to own that, to own my experiences through my songs and and that slow progression has, has landed me in a place where it, yeah, it usually does pan out that way. And that's like, um, but it hasn't always been like that. <laughs> yeah, tell us more about that. What kind of music do you play in a yoga class? Uh, I feel like I spent a long time just sort of asking for permission to share how I feel, you know, like, I have these songs and I, I think I felt this way and I, maybe you felt this way too. And I guess as I've aged, it's like... I don't know. This is life. This is what happened. I wrote a song about it. Here it is. <laughs> it seems to have, uh, it lands way better in that. Mm -hmm. um, but your, your cat cow lyric didn't come through <laughs> during your yoga shows. Oh, man, I did a lot of yoga shows. I played, I played a lot of hot yoga classes. I made my band. I remember the first, like, mini yoga festival I did in LA and it was it was in a hot room and I had a full band I had a violinist who was so hungover when he showed up and he was wearing jeans <clears throat> I was like I think it's gonna be a little hot in there like maybe, maybe I should have told you to wear like shorts or <laughs> something but yeah I, I think that that journey taught me a lot to just tune into the energy of the room or like allow the breath to lead things but mm. it's it's also nice because in that capacity people aren't really paying attention to you they're paying attention to their own practice what they're going through and I did stuff with with bands and then I just played a lot of classes just by myself kind of in the corner leading people through and half the time people would leave the class and be like I didn't even know there's a live musician oh there's recording <laughs> that's always a compliment though yeah. <laughs> thank it's you so but, perfect yeah but also no, I'm here. <laughs> I love that. And when did that lead to your first album, So Glad You Exist? Well, I I guess I put that out in 2020. I had like a whole yoga music project going on, that I, you know, music that I made that never really saw the light of day. I think because I was really young and was in L.A. and like had a manager that kind of like tried to I was like, I like yoga and I like making music. And then he kind of tried to like brand it into a thing where it was like, she does this thing and, and um, now you will make yoga music and you'll, I don't know, we can put it in a box and we can sell yoga pants and incense. And like, it was all very confusing, like Los Angeles situation mm. of like commodifying something and feeling like I wasn't really ready as an artist to say who I was or like make a declarative statement of like, I'm... I make yoga music like it was just sort of figuring it out um and so kind of went down that route like was you know doing like showcases and the things that you need to do to make it or whatever and um and then I kind of just took a hard left and was like I don't this doesn't feel right or good for me in any capacity and like we parted ways and 
um, I was just sort of still like playing music in yoga classes because I loved to do that. But um, then I met a group of people that were just making music together, really, in Hermosa Beach, um, this community of people um, who now have been like my my crew, my humans, my my Alganzo collective, mm-hmm. so to speak. Uh, I love that. Um, we have a a collective and indie record label called Bad Owl, um, and uh, yeah, I met them and was just super inspired. Um, producer named Sam Murphy. Um, he and I started working together, and uh, and Peter Kastner is also incredible musicians. And yeah, when I met them was when we started kind of writing. So glad you exist. Um, Amazing. So Bad Al is based out of L.A. Mm-hmm. And you always play with the same people. I noticed on your Spotify, it's so it's eclectic, really. I love that. Yeah. And last night you got to play with the Gonzo Collective as your backing band. Who yeah. do you play with often or do you like to play solo shows? I, I do a fair amount of solo shows, but also have a few people that I've played with um, now for a really long time. Some OG people from the yoga band. <laughs> um, but we kind of have a similarly like a, a group of people that we've got a bunch of different projects and bands and there's like a bit of a backline of the band that plays with everybody. There's a, a band called Karmic, um, an artist called Florifana, um, and we all play in each other's bands and I've seen background vocals for their stuff and, you know, they back me up and, and then, um, yeah, there's probably like a group of 15 or 20 of us in LA that kind of all wow. just, right. We, um, we make music for the sync licensing space, so we place music in films and commercials and TV shows. And that's incredible. And and then, what kind of proved to be our creative fuel was we started getting briefs or projects, and then it, it gave us like, oh, cool! Like, you know, when you're you, you know from being surrounded by really talented people all the time and like you want to make stuff but sometimes there's too many options you're like mm. I don't know we could literally make anything at this point like <laughs> we could write a jazz standard we could go like you know whatever psychedelic rock and but when you get a brief and it's like okay well here for you might be able to make this amount of money and here you have to make it for a scene where there's a a young teenager who's like pining over her lost love and like writing in her journal in her room or something and you know, write a song for a montage of her memories of something or other. And then you instantly have this like creative guardrails to go like, oh, okay, well, let's see. Do you want to do it? You want to go in and make it? And um, and then we kind of started doing that a lot, um, building our library and yeah, kind of developing projects as it arose based off of the people that we're collaborating with. Um, It's been super fun. That's incredible. Sounds really fun as far as like having these projects all the time that keeps your creativity active. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to your personal sound, do you feel that you want to stay in that path that's a bit similar to like yogi music in a sense? Or are you feeling a change? I think for my personal music, I definitely enjoy the process of as I spoke earlier like angling things towards a I'm not going to say positive because it's like giving it a polarity but things that allow for um, 
your own contemplation and thought about something, mm -hmm. like things that angle towards open possibilities. So like if you can take a sentiment of experience and then find maybe a, a doorway to that might lead you to a new place of understanding of personal growth or um, contemplation that allows you to see a wider perspective than you might have mm -hmm. seen before. That's If there's any like through line of my personal project, I think that's it because that's my desire as a human being to constantly be in growth and evolution and um, and seeing the ways in which I can know myself better and uh, know the world around me better and also remember I don't know anything at all. <laughs> um, I love that. That's so beautiful. And in, in seeing your show last night too, it's there's this description to your words, right? It's like you really are in your storyline at that time. That's what I really like about mm -hmm. it. It's I can see now that you've mentioned Joni Mitchell because sometimes as a singer, it's better to use less words. But in this case, I think it's it's amazing how descriptive you are and mm -hmm. you can really be in your shoes, which is hard to express sometimes because mm -hmm. if you're playing something so simple like a guitar, in your show, it was like you really can zone out of the guitar and just really be in your memory of that song. So that was very special to witness. Hey, thanks. And do we have anything to look forward to? Tell us about what you're working on here, the song mm. with Paco. Well, yeah, I think that will be definitely one of a pocket of songs that, um, and, and Rodrigo and I also worked, laid out some demos of these little like poem-esque songs that are a little mm. more acoustic and... Um, have less going on than maybe some of the stuff that's on my Spotify, um, but yeah, I, I definitely desire to put to put out a, a series of songs that are a little more stripped back and um, and just get them out because I have a lot of them and I'm struggling a little bit to finish some songs right now and I think it's because I have to complete them and release them. Um, but I did finish a song yesterday on the beach, which I played last night, so I'm grateful to Baja for that. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> It's a place of creativity, for sure. It's so wonderful. Mm -hmm. You can feel it. It's palpable. So, yeah, I definitely will. I, I have a song coming out with a dear friend named Rob Kolar um, at the end of August. It's kind of like a throwback disco fun. It's it's a really fun song. I'm really excited about it. It's called What You Make It. Um, and... Some things coming out with a collective called Song Camp, which is kind of like a Web3 community that I write music with, and we release things as NFTs, and um, that's coming out in October. Wow, amazing. Yeah. And when you have a producer, like, for example, on your Spotify, I like there was remixes. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes, do you search out for that producer? Do they find you? Well, that's actually how I, I said um, I met... Sam Murphy, who kind of led me to this community of people um, that has become Bad Owl, he found me and reached out, made the song, and then that's how we formed a um, a creative relationship, uh, which is really cool because I was like, oh, I never could have imagined this song would sound that way. And mm. um, yeah, but I've definitely reached out to people in the past for, for remix situations and hope to do that more, actually, I mm -hmm. think future it's a beautiful time too right now i think in society everyone's really open to talking about spirituality mm -hmm. and your music has 
clearly that connected, no? <laughs> working on our bo- body, mind, and spirit. So in that sense, it seems like a really prime time to experiment, no? Everyone's really open to these ideas and having spiritual music come into these atmospheres with DJs. So mm-hmm. I'd be excited to see what you could do and maybe even a collaboration live of like a DJ with you singing. Yeah. I could see that going like incredibly. Yeah, no, that'd be wonderful. I do think it's a cool time because a big part of, I think when I, when I started, like saying I say yoga music or whatever, but I did really like watch that there were kind of two parallel worlds. There was like the spiritual music scene that was evolving and then there was the mainstream music scene and a lot of the the themes and things that people were writing about in mainstream music are like totally separate. It was like, where's the crossover? Who are the artists that are building those bridges? And I, I think in my lifetime, I've watched that those bridges be built a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, and as people are open to like hearing, having just a depth come into mainstream music that I love. And um, yeah, and, and DJ culture has helped that entirely, just being able to take lyrics to a song and think about them a different way and then hear them in a club <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> finding your light in a club yeah come <laughs> on right <laughs> i think it's a good future mm-hmm. uh, so this is now your second time in gonzo mm-hmm. and do you plan on coming back again yeah i would love to um do you ever consider bringing some of bad out with you yeah i i would love had some great conversations here um about maybe cultivating a writing camp coming here bringing some humans down here um maybe writing with specific projects in mind um uh film projects or you know kind of whatever comes out of it but um i think that'd be a really fun project just to like because i i'm super passionate about um the cross collaborations what happens Mm -hmm. when you put different musicians in a room Mm -hmm. and like how wonderful to come here and yeah, I get to play with a totally different band, hear my music interpreted by other humans. And and I think that would just be like fuel, fuel to a huge fire to like, yeah, have more um, collaboration between, between different humans. Amazing. And your presence just fits in so well in Cabo. <laughs> yes. Even the first time I met you, I was like, oh, she lives here for sure. <laughs> I feel like I do. I love it here. That's beautiful, though. You can help steer that because I think Cabo's growing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a melting pot of musicians, especially from L.A. Mm-hmm. and San Diego and these people coming down from California because I think it has that balance. Mm-hmm. It has the creativity but space to actually create. Yeah. How do you feel as the work scene in L.A. for you? Do you feel like you're in a race sometimes or has that been you've been able to control that and create when you when you feel inspired? I definitely feel the race. I like. I like to think of it like thought I thought about this a lot. It's like there's just a lot of potential energy there. There's everyone's creating something and that like you can tune into that and you it can feel like a race when you realize like there's just sort of this continual output that's occurring. But I think you can use that to your advantage when you can tune into it and um and kind of r- roll with it, let it move you. Um but I definitely recognize I have to take breaks. I have to I have mm-hmm. to periodically get out of that continual output, put myself in other places. And then when I come back, I'm really excited to be in it again. Um, and and finding finding a group of people that have uh, similar philosophies around things that are not 
um, maybe caught up in the in the fluff of it because there is a lot of that. Um, I think a lot of people come to LA and maybe get you know chasing this sort of carrot um, and forget that the process can be what feeds you. And I think that's been the the most powerful thing about finding a community of musicians that I love is that like we all are on the same energy wavelength of of just wanting to be in the process of making music all the time because um, that's the best you're just you're in in the moment of it and and sure the outcome can be a really wonderful song and it can be you know work and potential um you know money which is awesome um but the most transformative thing is finding people that are aligned in that capacity and um and then I think it can be like a like my ultimate dream is to have it be a global thing. Like half my um, business partner, Peter, is in Vienna. Um, and so we kind of have this interesting flow going back. We'll go spend time in Austria and then he'll come to L.A. And um, and just everybody having their, you know, their little laptop stations wherever they are. We're mm. all on Dropbox. We're sharing sessions back and forth. And then it's kind of like the the place, coming to Cabo, coming to Cabo, working, going to the beach, you know, hanging. Um, that's incredible. Yeah, that's kind of the ultimate dream that we're trying to, to realize now. Um, that it's it's not necessarily a place, it's a state of mind. I love that. State has, of creative mind. Has there been an ultimate moment so far in your career that you just felt like, wow, this is it? This is during a show or just a moment of like, what a gift. Oh, wow. Um I mean, this moment's pretty rad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yeah, being being here's been really wonderful. I, l- I love we we do um, battle collective shows. Kind of, um, we had one in April that was definitely a peak moment because we were all together and playing, and and we had I think we had nine different bands that played um, in this really dope space and. Um, we wrote a song called Owl. The chorus is only with love. O W L. Only with love. And we had this full. I love that. <laughs> it was so cute, like just shockingly cute. You can't. And we had a whole brass band that was playing along, and everybody was just singing together this like sweet, sweet song. Um, and yeah, I just thought my heart was going to explode. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, those are the moments you're like, wow, I get paid to do this. Yeah, what? What is <laughs> life, you know? Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Well, I look forward to all these connections and maybe I can be in your collective at one point. Yes, <laughs> you, please. You want a laptop based in Cabo, I think we could support that. <laughs> Yo, I got an extra room in LA, <laughs> got a studio in my home. So, really, like, you're welcome to come there anytime and stay. Thank you. <laughs> it's been such a pleasure to share time with you and get yeah. to know you, experience Likewise. your beautiful music. It's such mm-hmm. a gift and such a pleasure to host you at Hotel Gonzo. Thank so, you. Thank you. And thanks to all our listeners. We'll see you guys next time. If you're a creative and rebellious soul looking for inspiration, don't forget to subscribe and follow us on our social media to learn all about our arts and music program so you can plan ahead when visiting Hotel El Ganso.